Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It is Wednesday. Which means it is Nutrition Matters with Fat. And we have This Wednesday really snuck up on me. Uh, it did. This week went by really fast. To be here. Should we wait for him and let him do it? I yes. I know. Right now they're struggling okay. in snow. Yes. So we will start with. Did you get that um article or post that I sent you? Yes. Um, on, uh, um, I did. And I remember reading it. Hang on. Now I need to go back and look to refresh myself. Yeah. The 60-hour fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, what it reminded me of. So, background. Mary sent me a, um, a Facebook post, and I think a friend sent it to you, right? Um, it popped up on my and- Oh, really? So it is all about this person's story of doing a 60-hour fast, Um, how they got through it, um, like what kept them going, and then it goes into like these benefits of fasting, right? Um, I... Fasting can get very dangerous very quickly. Um, so when I'm talking generally, and this actually came last, up last night in a presentation I was doing, not the 60-hour thing, but fasting in general, it can get dangerous very quickly, especially for people who have other medical conditions like diabetes. Um, so it's something I never recommend. Generally, as like you read all this and they're like, oh, but there's these benefits of not eating for a certain number of hours. You do that every night, right? Like, say your dinner is at like even like seven o'clock, right? Personally, if I could have it my way in life, I would eat dinner later. Um, but that's not how children's schedules work. Um, say you eat dinner at seven and then you don't eat again until 7 a.m. the next morning. There's a 12 hour fast. Good afternoon, Mary. 
And oh, that's that right. Is... First of all, let me identify myself. This is Ron Clayton, the president of the Hope Collection and the uh, development manager for the Hope Collection outreach called Optimize Your Life. Uh, over 10 years ago, uh, Joel Griffin, the founder, Dr. Joel Griffin, founded and working with Burl Walk, founded a podcast we broadcast uh, going back over 1,800 well, daily Monday through Friday at noon shows that are open uh, conversations, different topics on different days show called Optimize Your Life. And today we get to welcome someone officially to the Hope Collection Optimize Your Life in the world that has been developed so that we can now create an outreach for health and nutrition. I want to congratulate Mary. You have been approved by the board and welcome the board officially as a member of the Hope Collection, which has pillars of operation. One is faith, one is family, one is housing, one is education, one is health and wellness, the other is water and energy, and um, the arts. Um, and so under these categories are pillars that we operate through, and Mayor, uh, Beth has taken the time to research us out, and we've researched her out, and we've come to the conclusion that we are just totally thrilled to have her become a member of our family of the extension of reaching out to help others by helping them help others. That's our theme. And just an example of why Mira and Beth was so well welcomed to join us is just what she just reviewed right now. Um, there was some fact that she and somebody asked a question initially about fasting. Now, I happen to be a diabetic, and uh, a lot of my friends, like uh, I'm a Gideon, uh, we're very active in our church. Um, I am a man, I'm known as a man of faith. I live by my faith. I share it. We don't we don't hide behind that or try to um, ignore that in this room, this this environment that we have called optimize your life and the hope collection. It's fundamental. So when she's talking about some people fasting, I have people all around me right now who are doing that, and that's great. I have often thought about doing that. But she qualified right off the bat before I even asked the question. Beth just explained why, if you're a diabetic, fasting could be a very dangerous thing for you to do. The only way you really should do it is under strict guidance from a physician. And um, now that I know that, it's not an excuse for me not to do it, but I'll tell you, I understand why. But I'm really more excited by the fact that here is a kind of question that someone might bring up on the show and how we can trust on Mary's credentials, her experience, and what she's presented to become the position of running the show on Wednesdays at noon and Optimize Your Life show that comes through the, our platforms called Black Talk Radio. And we welcome everybody to make phone calls. You are welcome to and discuss things. However, I know that Mary is not, we're not looking to hear about the greatest, newest voodoo medical processes. We're not, we're not interested in that, that we're not interested in new scientific based certified programs and processes or identified as an experiment. 
we could do that, but we're not going to turn around and be promoting the newest, latest idea that somebody had because their uh, aunt and uncle live on a farm and they do something. We're, we're not doing that. So I am very proud to welcome you, Beth. I'm really excited about how we're going to touch lives. And you have already, I know you've been actually you've been participating and practicing with us for the last few weeks, but today is the official first one. Thank you and welcome. Well, Rod, I'm going to add Thank one you, Ron. I'm very excited. We do keep track of the trends of what's going on, and we give you all the facts. Beth, when I see things like this new fasting thing that popped up on social media, I send it to Beth so that she can look at it and say, and we can give you the most up-to-date, healthy information about if it's something that is good, something that's bad. We give you the whole information not because there's so much out there in social media about dieting supplements fasting not fasting juicing not juicing exercise whatever and we want to give you the most information from a reliable credible sources out there to give you what you need to live that healthy life so we do keep track and we'd like to know what's the newest things out there so that we can stay on top and give you all the information you need as well that's why that's so true, Mary, and thank you. So I just wanted to I wanted to get on the call this morning at the beginning of the call and um I was on the phone actually we had an exciting thing happen yesterday, uh, in spite of a four foot of snow, a driving ban. We aren't even allowed to go out on the roads in our community in Buffalo. And uh we've got four oh, foot wow. of snow in our driveway. And uh to be safe and, and everything, we're you know, people are recommending that to go. In spite of that I just bought a car. And uh, what we did is we had a lease, and the opportunity came, and we were able to put together a program uh, because we have good credit with several companies. Uh, they, this, the end of the lease company was able to do whole processing, paperwork, everything, all put together, finalized. But I had one more thing to do, and I reached, they called me just before the call to start the show today, so I was going to open it, thank goodness. Mary was there to have my back, and so she did open the show. For everybody that's listening in, what we're all about every day in the Hope Collection is to bring that very thing, hope, and bringing answers to people. So there are ways, as we share ideas, we want to make them available. If you have something that you have specific in mind to bring that would be brand new, I'd like that you reach, like reach out to Beth beforehand or Mary, because they are the two key people. Or if the only way you can reach the the, uh, the Hope Collection and Golden Rule Society, or my it's called myself, and my phone number is seven one six nine zero eight two three zero zero. And so you're always welcome to do that. But I ask if you're a new listener, or even if you're an old listener, if you have something that you're really turned on about, but you're not sure if it fits without controversy, because we're not looking to stir controversy. We're looking to be a solution together today. So if you want to call and just discuss your issue before we go to the shows, uh, that's more than adequate, and we'll be able to, and we'll do that. We welcome that. So, Beth, again, good luck and thank you. Otherwise, always join our Facebook group or come post in our Facebook group at Optimize My Life on Facebook. And 
a lot of our shows are built on responses from you guys on what you're looking for for shows. And Beth is a administrator and a key person in that group. So you can always reach out to her one-on-one that way too. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like I can come up with all kinds of things that I want to talk about, but that doesn't mean that everybody wants to hear them, right? So um, I love it when, Mary, when you send me things or when, like, friends reach out with different things that they've seen and heard, um, I bring that all here. To You know, if one person has a question, chances are many people have the same question. I'm sorry, Mary and Beth, my phone was, I was cut off and uh, I, I was finished, but I didn't want to just leave that thought up in the air. But thanks again. We'll be looking forward to so many more days ahead and, and today. And uh, I just wish everybody a prosperous, happy and healthy new year. Thanks, Ron. You're so welcome. Is my phone still active? It is. There was something I was going to go back to that Ron said that is now completely escaping me. Um, Just, I love the idea of like we, this is something that is like a, a scientifically backed, there's facts behind what we put out and what we say and like, um, you know, a lot of the questions do come from a place of like what's seen on social media and those trends, I was reading something last night, those trends change so quickly. And that's part of how um, how you can tell just anybody that's consuming that information, um, you can kind of tell whether or not it's a trend and not necessarily backed by science is how quickly it comes and goes, right? Is that you hear all about it one week, you know, let it rest, let it sit, see where it is next week. If it's gone, chances are that was a trend. Like, you can start to determine some of it based on how quickly things come and go. Yes. And it's, uh, I feel like my feed, I don't know, just the other day, finally, it started, which I thought was interesting. It's all full of, um, like, how to get a flat belly right? Like very specific, like how to make your belly set flat, like how to eat, like, and it's, I don't, eating and food is so much more than that. And nor can you target one specific part of your body with the food that you're eating. Um, But it's, there's something out there to draw everyone in. Uh, And so it comes down to learning about what you're eating and how that food interacts with your body and what it's doing for you. And the more that you can move towards eating food, right, like actual food and not relying on things like supplements, the the more complete your diet is going to be and you're going to get in all those things that they're trying to sell you, like in a supplement form and whatnot. Anyway, um, and you usually do better because um, I think I've mentioned this before. Like there's a there was a study at one point about like the antioxidants in tomatoes do best when they're paired with the other pieces of the tomato. So 
taking just the one antioxidant as a supplement doesn't give you the same benefit as eating the tomato. Um, so just that that concept of like eating the whole food um, and uh, not trying to extract certain parts of it, you're going to be healthier overall. That's so true, Beth. And I'd like to share something with you. Um, I, um, uh, many of you, my friends, know that uh, a couple few years ago, I had a stroke. And uh, there are a couple things that today I'm here and I'm getting ready to have some surgery and then to recover. I'm going to Cancun to recover. It's called medical uh, medical travel now. Uh, anyways, um, when I had my stroke, there's certain there's certain aspects of what. When they when I got in the hospital and I had a five doctor team from a nutritionist to a, uh, um, a cardiologist to obviously a neurologist, a team of doctors that brought me through it. And I'm thankful. I will also tell you very strongly that I had and I was surrounded and lifted up with great prayer, and I'll never take that out of the equation. That is clearly why I'm here today. So, but I want to talk about before that happened. Most of my adult life, I have been taking organic food supplements. Now, the company that produces them was, number one, they were thoroughly multiple. They were organic, and they were not just food supplements. They actually were generated product that were far advanced or whatever and were in the world. In fact, I'm not ashamed to tell you the name of the company is Neutralite. And they are known, and they've been tested, and, and I'm not trying to promote a product. I'm just telling you that this is a company that has a proven process. And their, their uh, recognition and patents of what they do is producing products from greens and natural and all the things that people talk about are the key words. But, no, they have scientific backup of what they do. My doctors look at who I am and what I was in my condition. First of all, I did carry a very heavy, about 70-pound bag of plastic samples. I was in the plastics business, and I traveled every week for 15 years, and I went all over the country. I was in a different airport every day around the country, every week, and I dragged that bag. So guess what? I had extremely good cardiology condition cardiovascular and you know what i i really i yeah i wasn't overweight i had a little bulge but i know and by the way i was at 225 pounds for 50 years now i have become i during the stroke they uncovered that i then leaned toward in the diabetes and so to control my blood pressure my diabetes we've altered a lot of things and i found something to help that and today i operate on uh, rating of around five, and my blood pressure is 120 over 70, and I did lose some weight, 20 pounds. So I'm at 200 pounds. Ideal. My doctors are thrilled. Now the doctors, going back to my stroke, felt that my backup of taking and utilizing the product that I did, it's called Double X. It was not cheap, but it was good. And it was good for me, and it helped me provide because I didn't eat apples every day. I hate broccoli. I didn't eat what's called or considered ideal. What, you know, some nutritionists want you to eat to a point that's not 
feasible. It's not real. And then you got to take into what you like and don't like. And I'm not going to eat a carrot just because they say, well, it's, I get to that point. Well, I've been able to manage what I need to do in my life. In my life. And that's what I love about Beth. She's not trying to get you to go do something that's goofy to get you where you need to be. But I, the doctors recognize what I was doing in my life helped me when I had a problem, a health issue with my body. And I'm grateful that I did that. And I still promote that. But I'm, I'm just saying to you that, as, you know, we talk about the general public, the general advertising, they don't take into account on anybody their, your situation. You always need to deal with someone, a nutritionist or a doctor, that understands nutrition. You know, there's a lot of doctors. Beth, would you agree with me that in the training to be a nutritionist or to be in the medical field, very, very few doctors are taught about nutrition as part of your health. They're, typically, they are given one, like either sometimes they have one full semester, but other times it's like one lecture on nutrition, and that's it. Um, so they are not educated Qualified. on nutrition and on the effects of the effects that food has on your body to the same extent that a dietitian is um, by any means. So that usually causes a little bit of friction um, in the hospital setting. It's getting a lot better um, over the last decade or so, but it used to cause a lot of friction because they like to feel that the doctor knows best. However, it's always important to to acknowledge when somebody else knows more. Yeah. Beth, I could try, I'd give an example of why I have a greater respect and understanding for you as a nutritionist or anybody who is a nutritionist. Um, I learned early on, this goes back before I had the stroke, uh, my doctor uh, assigned a nutritionist. I had one. And um, one of the first few months of my reviews, I was on a program once a month, and um the first thing I found out is that I, I love corn. I mean, my habit since I was a kid was in the summertime living in western New York, corn is king. We have the best corn in the yeah. world. I mean, you can't beat it. You can drive down the highway anywhere. There's any kind of, once we're outside the center of the city, and you're up anywhere in the suburbs or in the country, you'll find a farmer who will stand with corn. And they got good corn for the most part. And lately, in the last few years, the grocery stores have found places in the world that grows good corn. And you can get it in February. So I would eat by a, a dozen years of corn, cut I you know, boil up, get there a slop a lot of butter on there, and I'd have I we get usually get some tomatoes and slice them up, put some uh mayonnaise and some salt and pepper on them, and I'd have oh, and then I'd make a salad up with uh, we call it the the um, we we get a salad made up of tomatoes, onion, garlic, and then I take um, uh, an Italian dressing and put it on there. Let it sit and warm up, and then I'd have so that was my dinner. And I would do that. We would do that multiple times a week for years. What I found out is corn is not a vegetable. It's in the grouping of it, but they no. it's not a vegetable. It's starch. So 
that in terms of trying to control a diet in a way that's good. Well, I've altered that. In fact, for the first year, I really cut down almost no corn. That it wasn't difficult because I wanted to get healthy. Um, the other thing, I used to drink every day a carnation chocolate malt milkshake or just chocolate chocolate malt milk, uh, milk every single day. And I found out that was like taking a bag of sugar and dumping it down my throat every day. Now, I still, so love, I still love chocolate malt, like in a milkshake or a chocolate malt milkshake, milk. But what I learned is that, and by the way, I, I just say, uh, so happens that week when I learned that, I ran out. I just didn't buy it again. Perfect. The chocolate malt, carnation chocolate malt or malt. And so occasionally I may be out, and especially if it's a warm day, and I drive by the ice cream stand. I might get a chocolate malt milkshake, but it's, uh, it's occasional. I'm not drinking it every day. And that alone, there was two changes in my medical or my eating habits that made a dramatic difference in my sugar, you know, whatever the rating, whatever they call it, uh, AC, whatever they call it. But you know Your it A1C. is. Your A1C, yes. A1C, yes. So yeah. that I learned because of someone like yourself that was able to point out clearly without being negative. You know, if she just called me and said, or I was in the office, she said, you got to stop eating corn, or you got to stop eating chocolate milk milkshakes, I'd tell her to go jump off the end of the rope. I wouldn't do it. Um, but she it's, shared with me. There's this, <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, there's this uh, point of moderation that, you know, is difficult. I feel like Americans are not great at moderation. We really, really love the extreme. It's either all or nothing, right? Like, but to find that, like, that, that in between where, like, you can have a chocolate malt shake, but you it's a special occasion food, right? And so thinking through, like, one of the things that I say a lot, I feel like, is, like, is it truly a special occasion? Um, and what are your special occasion foods, right? And then it also becomes you're still going to only have one serving at that special occasion, like one piece of cake or one shake or whatever that food item is for you and learning that moderation and then, the mindfulness piece comes in of like you can enjoy that food even more by bringing more intentionality and awareness to it of like why do you like it? Does it bring up certain memories? Like are there certain like is there something about like the texture or the combination of textures that you really like? Um, and actually taking the time to stop and enjoy it. Uh, what happens a lot with foods that we like and we enjoy, we tend to eat them faster. And then you're like losing out on the full experience that you could be ha- you could be having. Well, the other thing is preventative. And I'll say, yeah, I'm not looking going forward. I don't want to have a repeat, and I want to keep getting better. Yeah, and what you did too is that you didn't like get your A1C down and then go back to everything that you used to be doing, right? You've continued and carried those habits forward so that you can keep living a healthy life. Um, you know, so often, especially like I primarily deal with weight loss. And so what I like, what I try to help prevent, right. I I can't always do it because it's ultimately up to the person, but is that like 
hold it together and cling to these new habits until the weight is off and then stop doing it and go back to all your old habits. That's, that's never going to work when you're balancing blood sugar, when you're trying to get cholesterol under control, when you're trying to get your weight down, like you're ultimately setting yourself up for failure. If you see it as like a, um, a time limited change, right. Versus if you're looking at it as, like you did, like a full lifestyle change that you're going to carry forward forever, that's when you're going to see that those lasting, long-lasting results. Well, again, you reinforced all those things that of those things that I learned, and I'm still learning. So, again, I want to thank you, and uh, that's when I, want, I didn't want to come in and take over the be the object of the show today, but. <laughs> Those things came to the interest of what happens, what you were talking about, just fit. I thought it was interesting. Uh, there was, there's a company that promotes um, one of those supplement programs, and I, I found out for the longest time, for a year, they never told you what you, how much, what you were going to have to take to make use it. I found out they're telling you to take three, three tablets of two different products twice a day, minimal. That's the minimal to achieve what they're suggesting you're going to get. That's a lot of that product. I'm telling you, why don't I, I just think there's other ways and there's other companies or other products that are available that you could get that you're not into that. And reality, if it takes that much of that product to accomplish the goal of what they say claim is going to do, I think you have to take that into consideration when you, See, you know, there are people they can legitimately say they claim they got a, and they put celebrities all over the place demonstrating how it works. That's great, but I don't know that that's the ultimate and only answer. There are multiple ways that you could accomplish getting. And um, I found out yes. because I found out the product that we happen to take advantage of. It does have the concentrations of broccoli. I hate broccoli. But I can claim that I eat broccoli every every day. Um, I, I I don't mind. I like carrots. I love tomatoes. I love I hate beets. When I was a kid, I was anemic, and I had to eat beets, calf liver, spinach. <laughs> I won't go near that. I can't stand it. But I get it every day because I take it that in a concentrate that's been organically and properly prepared. So you can find answers to what you're looking for to accomplish without going to an extreme. And that, so that reminded me of what I was going to say earlier, um, talking about like things being marketed to you, right? And then we are the consumer. So when you're going into the store, um, right, the goal of that product on the shelf is to, uh, or the manufacturer that made that product, is to get you to buy it, right? They're in it for the profit of selling their product. Um, there's no company out there who truly has your health as their best interest, um, right? It's just not the job of a company. They would, it just isn't the way that it works. Um, so any manufacturer is really looking at how to sell products, um, and one of the ways is like marketing it as being healthy, which is not a regulated term. Um, there are some terms that are regulated by the FDA when they're put on packaging, but 
healthy is that one, and I don't believe natural is regulated either, actually. Right, because the word natural is a nice general sounding, you think, general that's accepted. You know, I remember back there was a company that was one of my customers when I was in the plastics industry, uh, General Nutrition Company and, and GNC. They're in malls everywhere that are still open on uh, strip plan, uh, plazas. And uh, they were promoting a supplement, and I'll tell you what it was. It was ginseng, and the uh, uh, CDC did check it out. And they found out that the product was so irregular in what it claimed that was in the, you know, what was in it that was supposed to help you. And uh, it was uh, derived from a product that's grown in a couple or um, Oriental, Middle and uh, Eastern countries. And uh, many of the products, they called it organic and natural. Uh, so it came off farms. And what they discovered that was in the product not a nice thing to say, but what was, it had uh, cow dung. And uh, they pulled the product yeah. off the shelf, but before they did it, this GNC got fined a half a million dollars because they were selling product. It wasn't, it wasn't standardized. It wasn't qualified. It wasn't certified. And those are things you have no. to look for. There's actually, I think, and I can double check and I'll put it up in the Facebook group. I believe it's on the FDA website. Like I said, I'll find it and put it in the Facebook group because it's just a link. You can go and see all the different lawsuits that are out against different companies for, like, you know, misrepresenting different claims on their products. And it doesn't always result in them getting pulled from the shelves, even if there's a lawsuit against them. They'll still sell it because they don't care. They'll just pay the fine. Well, it's because wow. they're not necessarily certifications in, uh, in the marketplace on food supplements. So then you have to go to the reliability and the reputation and the um, proof of the company you're buying your product from, you know. Um, and so that's true. That's really true in anything. You know, I don't care what you buy. When I bought, when I got a lawnmower, I got a John Deere. Now, I'm not saying that other stores and companies that have lawnmowers don't have good lawnmowers, but there is no question the proven track record, the integrity, the length of time that's been in business. John Deere is still the gold standard of tractors. So you can yeah. look at that, and yeah, guess what? There are people that sell things cheaper. There are things that say they're better. But in the long run, almost verbatim, their products are the best. And you can count on that. It's reliability. And I always think that's important. It is, yes. There is that reliability factor. Um, there's, there's a term for it when, like, you're comfortable with a certain brand because you've seen it repeatedly over and over again, basically. So it's perceived to be like the best choice. Um, and then just being the skeptic that I am, like <laughs> um, you, what's usually not told to us is like when those um, businesses change ownership and therefore like their, um, their like, their mission and values end up changing with new ownership, and then the consumer is never, like, informed of that. 
Um, but that's just that's a me issue. I'm always skeptical. Well, I think that's no. I think that's being as intelligent. There was a we used to have a store in Buffalo that said an educated consumer is our best customer. Well, the the thought oh, I that, like that. that thought is true. The thought is true. An educated customer is our best customer, but you have to be careful what the education you get. Because we used to say in America, our educational system was the best in the world. If I had children today, there's no way I'd put them in a public school. You couldn't pay me to put my children in a public school. And, you know, there are too many people that accept the result, well, the results are proven. That's, that's a track record that's educated. So I, I, my wife, Linda, wanted to be on the show today, so I'm going to – She's on her phone. She looks forward to joining the show. I don't know. I'm going to hear you on, but there'll be other times for me to chat. I'm so, I got all excited about these things. You you found my hot button, Beth and Mary. Oh, that's so, fine. So I'm going to turn this call over to Linda on my side. So <laughs> our side of things. Bye. Hi. Hi, Ron. Hi, Linda. How are you? Hi. Good. I knew when it was 25 after 11, it's like, okay, I'll do a couple more things. <laughs> and a couple more things turned into too many things doing <laughs> at the same time. So I apologize Always. to get on late. <laughs> you, you would think that's I had no place else to go since we are, um, you know, quite snowed in here. So, but... We're, we need somebody to plow out our driveway, but since we're going to have another storm tonight, I'm just going to wait until we find somebody tomorrow <laughs> because. Yeah. So, anyways. So, um, yeah, but so I, I know like that you guys are, gone, go ahead. No, today we've gone through a lot of um, sort of how to kind of comb through the information that is out there and figuring out whether or not you're just being sold something or it's just a random new trend that's going to be gone next week, um, exactly. which typically yeah. tells you it's not a long-term change anyway. Um, and really sticking with, honestly, sticking with the basics is not, you know, it's not flashy it can feel boring, but that's what produces better health and better outcomes is um, really going back to the basics, refocusing on what your body actually needs and getting it as much as possible through food um, and working with yourself and working with that, like, mind-body connection um, to feel better and eat well. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can kind of filter out all that noise of like a 60-hour fast, um, which one of the other things I wanted to say about this, that um, going back to the very beginning, the 60-hour fast in her post somewhere in there, they talk about like how good it felt. And at a certain point in starvation, you actually, your body induces this, like, sense of euphoria um, to block out how bad it feels, more or less. Oh, my. <laughs> so I'm, 
I'm sure she did feel great because it felt so bad. Her body had to change the narrative um, to not be miserable. So and it's, yeah. it's honestly the same thing that happens when you die. It's like hitting it's your same, head with a hammer. Yeah. It feels so good when you stop. You know, I mean, it just sounds yeah. so unhealthy. And I don't want anything trendy. You know, I mean, you know, things that have been proven, you know, your moderation, watch, you know, cut down on carbs, eat fresh vegetables, things like that. Um, you know, it, things that may sound old fashioned and boring, but, you know, just makes so, so much more sense, you know, um, you know, eat, eating fresh, fresh foods, um, and you know, not and so yeah. much of our food is processed, um, and it's just, you know, it, it's just crazy. Um, one of the things I talked about on our Saturday morning show was just um, to have quality, quality time, quality food, not fast food. You know, you can't make a life of pizza and burgers. Um, quality rest. You know, getting that that sleep, um, I have really been working on that in getting to bed earlier, um, and 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 having a, a solid good night's sleep. It has made so much difference. Getting up and having breakfast, I had um, Cheerios, whole wheat Cheerios with um, fresh strawberries this morning for breakfast. <laughs> But but doing that <laughs> and and you know and and doing that and and um so you know it just I I love how it said you know just quality quality time spending time with your family and friends um you know just make make that a priority so it yeah and it something good. again that the American lifestyle we have this like go 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 rush. Until you retire, I feel like, right? But it's, <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be that way. Um, it, it's a, I mean, it is a choice, right? It, and to, it's hard not to get caught up in it. And it's something that actually, actually, my eight-year-old, my son, really brought to my attention because he was doing taekwondo and baseball and obviously, like, I had school during the day. And he was just like, it's too much. Yeah. It's like, it's only two activities. Yeah. I was, he's like, no, he's like, I'm not doing this. And, um, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Like you do baseball in the fall, you do baseball in the spring and you have school, you have more school, like homework that's, that's happening. Um, I know Ron mentioned the public school thing and we could go, that's not nutrition focused, but like my kids, we, we picked our school district for a reason. Um, and so mm-hmm. they do go to, to public school, but it was an intentional choice. It's actually where I went to school too. Um, so, but yeah, so he is really helping me see the value in slowing down a little bit. Right. And, yeah. and yeah. not needing to have that stress. And it actually, and this is part of a presentation that I actually did last night. It helps you digest your food better. Um, when you can 
slow down. It changes mm-hmm. where you're acting from in your nervous system, and you will actually digest it better, which is so interesting to me um, as I'm doing more research into that area. And, like, mindful eating is more than a series of habits that it actually does change how your your body interacts with the food and absorbs it and digests it. Digests it. My gosh. Yeah. Oh, that makes that makes so much sense. You know, um, you know, if you had to hurry and eat in the car, that should be the rarity, not the norm. You know. <laughs> um, and it's and something I am so guilty of. So it's a lot of me practicing. Um, the things that I'm reading about, like I'm very guilty of standing at the counter to eat or I, when I still went into an office and like commuted to work, I always ate breakfast in the car. That was just, I got the kids to, at that point it was daycare. Like I got the kids to daycare and then ate my breakfast in the car on the way to work. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's a lot of relearning even for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, with me, you know, not eating breakfast at all, that just got to be, you know, um, got to be the norm when I was working. And then, um, Uh, or having having a soda at work instead of, you know, something nutritious in the morning. And so, um, you know, yesterday Ron made um, scrambled eggs for us. You know, and so that, you know, and and taking the time to sit sit down and eat. So, um, so I don't know how much longer we're going to be trapped in our house. But the thing is, we have I have stuff we have stuff to do around here. So I'm not um, his his appointment today um, was obviously canceled. <laughs> so um, even if it wasn't canceled, we would have had to cancel it. Um, so we're hoping to, to get out Friday. But it's really been a blessing for ourselves that this week we didn't have a bunch of medical tests because next week he has three. So, you know, it's just, um, you know, you just kind of sometimes just have to um, accommodate, you know, you know, um, lifestyle in with, but making making a priority of of eating healthy. Um, you know, it, it's just you know since I've been home, I've been have been cooking more. The only thing I haven't been baking more, although I did make him the oatmeal raisin cookies for him, um, <laughs> and the other day, um, and they turned out wonderful. But you know, but again, oh, just. Good. You know, having having some really good meals. Um, um, so, but we we stocked up on things um, because we knew the storm was coming. So we have, um, you know, we have everything that we need we need in house, as it were. So, but again, but making even making that a priority, you know. Um, so I thought the you know the thing. From from Saturday about quality, you know, um, and it, it doesn't mean filet mignon. It means you know, <laughs> although that's not bad, it, but it, you know, I see. Um, I know it sounds delicious. It, I see quality as the difference between like 
a chicken patty and a piece of chicken, right? Yes, like exactly. I, I, you know, and some people, some people can take it so far as to like, is it like a, a local chicken, right? Versus something from the store, but that's not always feasible, like budget wise for a lot of people. So yeah. it's really looking at like, just keeping it super simple, like chicken patty or a piece of chicken. Like they're, yeah. they're different. They're not the same um, is how I interpret it when you say quality. Um, exactly. And it's, yep. I would I love to be able to, yeah, I would love to be able to like rewrite our, definition of like prepared or like processed foods right so we have like these and there's this term out now of like ultra processed foods and what always comes to mind for me is like um like craft single where there's not cheese it's a cheese product um <laughs> but um but then think about like i would never want in that same bucket to be things like how you can get pre-cut up vegetables at the store or like um, pre-shredded coleslaw mix. Like technically, it's a processed food. Like they've already cut it up for you. Um, right. And so it is very much a convenience to be able to. And you're gonna pay a little bit extra for it, but it, you're paying for that convenience of like I no longer have to chop up the broccoli. Like it's already done. Exactly. Um, or exactly. That kind of thing. And so seeing as like a convenience food or something that is a little bit processed is not necessarily bad. You have to like critically look at it and think about what you're buying. Right. Because um, we, I, I remember a number of years ago, we were in the Finger Lakes of New York state and they had cabbage. This cabbage was so big. It, it just took the whole back seat of the car. It was a dollar. I got it home. What on earth? Are, I mean, it was, it was preposterous. I could not use that much. So, yes, me buying a bag of um, coleslaw mix just makes sense because for me to take this huge, <laughs> this huge cabbage and try to figure out how to use, I think I used a tenth of it, you know. I mean, it was, yeah. it was just preposterous. So sometimes, yeah, you take those shortcuts. Because it just makes sense. Yeah. And it's, um, so, I mean, cabbage specifically, like my mom makes sauerkraut. And so that is a processed food. And we actually call oh, it, like, sure. she's always called it processing food, right, or processing meat because they both, my parents hunt too. And, like, they they can, not the meat, but, like, the vegetables and things from the garden. Right, but they're like the ones processing right? it so they know what's in it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, too. It's like you have a better idea of what's in it, but then that's also a skill set that um, isn't as prolific it. as it used to be. Exactly. Um, so fun. that's something, too, of like, oh, who do we have? Bob, were you trying to say something? Yeah, I wanted to, first of all, I wanted to congratulate Beth for um, becoming a, a member of the board of directors on the on the yes. collection, yes, we're we're so Thank happy to have, you, to have you, Beth, and uh, and we uh, we have high expectations of how you're going to be able to contribute to our to our board. So um, I'm I'm on the board. I'm the vice president, 
uh, next to Ron Clayton, who's the, the president. But we um, we just are so uh, so happy to have you as part of our our, our board, and um, we're uh, we have high expectations for uh, for your contributions. And I, I, I something I want to say about uh, not only nutrition, but um, I think a balanced life is 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 so important. Having having a balance in uh, in our physical, our mental are uh, spiritual in all other aspects of your of your life are just so important and uh, i i just think that uh, nutrition is a is a very oh did we lose it i thought it was me because i set the phone down for a moment no <laughs> bobby's still there <laughs> So anyway, I, I just wanted to say that oh, uh, I think a, ba- a balance in our life is so very important uh, yes. in, in all aspects of it. And um, nutrition is certainly a very, very important part of that. And um, I, I, uh, my mother taught us, uh, I have two brothers and, and we, the three of us boys, we were raised on a farm. And, and my mother taught us to, um, to, to, um, to grow our own food. First of all, we, we grew our, our vegetables and we grew our fruits and we grew our nuts and, and everything. And we grew all of our meats uh, that we had consumed, um, the chickens, the, uh, the, the pork, the, uh, uh, the cows and the milk we got. We, we milked the cows. Uh, we had two cows all the time that we, we milked them. Uh, in fact, I used to milk one of them before we went to school in the morning. <laughs> and, and, but anyway, it was all fresh, fresh stuff, you know, and it was um, it was um, it was prepared properly. Uh, my mother and, and, and I, I helped her mostly because my other two brothers weren't interested in doing that. But anyway, um, we would we would can things all summer long that we would have things for for throughout the winter, uh, have uh, things yeah. that we had raised like vegetables and uh and fruits and and uh, all those kinds of things uh, potatoes we would we would keep them in uh, uh wrap them and keep them in in a uh, cellar that we had and all those kinds of things were important today people are, are are buying things they don't take the time to do those kinds of things um in most cases i still plant a, i still plant a garden every day um and i i mean every year uh, and, I, and I grow a lot of things in that garden that we use, and, uh, and our family uses also, to um, for for nutritious value. And I and I believe uh, I, I'm I'm totally committed to that. And another aspect of a nutrition that I'm committed to, and I've been committed to this for more than 40 years, is is um, supplementing our diets with vitamins and and minerals that we need in our bodies. And I think that's uh, extremely important, also. And and so um, and I know Beth, that you and and Linda and others uh, are are very astute and uh, and uh, educated in in those areas. And we thank you for your contributions. We thank you for helping us to understand it better. And uh, yeah, we it's... know that the, we know that the good Lord has put you in our lives for a reason <laughs> to keep us healthy. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank I'm, you. I'm oh, well, thank you so much. It's um, growing food 
is on on like an individual level is certainly becoming a little bit of a lost art. Um, and I know that there are some like urban gardening um, programs, especially local to where I am in Albany, New York, uh, that have popped up. And I used to actually run a children's gardening program um, to help connect kids back to where their food came from. Um, and that was really interesting to see, uh, to watch them learn about how food is grown and where it comes from. Um, and then I also, I also always hold this sort of like global public health perspective too. I guess that's the, that's the master's degree that I feel like I don't use, but I guess I do. Um, is that on a global perspective, um, it's actually impossible to feed everybody, uh, without, um, and this could be an entire episode and I would love opinion. It's impossible to feed the entire world without industrialized farming. Um, so with, and so that's sort of how we ended up losing those individual farms, um, to the larger farms, right. And something that's been more, um, well, industrialized, right? That's the term. Um, but it's so nice when you do have that ability to plant a garden and connect with the food and eat what you've grown. Um, and it's definitely something that not everybody is either capable of because they don't know how or capable of because they just don't have a space to do it or the time to do it. Um, I know I've certainly planted gardens some years and then just not really gotten out there enough. Um, to do anything with it, and it's all kind of, you know, gone to the squirrels, more or less. So we found a very fat woodchuck this year. Yeah. We fed fed the deer and a very fat woodchuck that (laughs) ate everything (laughs) in our garden. Well, I'm sure they appreciated it. (laughs) So, but that was... That is... Um, where I am now is we have a small yard. And so and it, and it's, it's like, it's kind of like a village, right? So the way that the houses are all right next to each other and everybody's got their some stop yards. Um, so like deer don't really come through here. Uh, but we have such an abundance of squirrels and chipmunks. That yes. I, like I, my my house before this was on two acres, and I swear I did not see this number of squirrels. <laughs> there we would get like deer, we would get like deer and fox and things, but um, and I I really feel like I see more squirrels here. <laughs> um, and they will jump right in and eat everything. The first year we were here, we planted a hundred bulbs. My mom bought daffodils and all kinds of bulbs and I swear they the squirrel sat in a tree drawing out a map and knew exactly where we planted everything we had like three flowers come up (laughs) and we had eaten and we had planted yeah and of course we have an now uh, we are in the city of Buffalo we're in South Buffalo which is why, of course, we can't leave the house because South Buffalo does tend to get the snow. Um, but we have an apple tree in our front yard, <clears throat> so that, and we have 
uh, when you do Google Maps, you realize how much green space we have around us, and we have a herd of deer. Um, <clears throat> and so they come right. I think the apple tree attracts them, and then of course they come into the yard to see what else we have. So, but oh, yeah. yeah, no, I agree with. Um, <clears throat> my mom grew up on a farm, and you know we, other than tomatoes, because we keep those on our front porch. We have a beautiful front porch, and we have a great big planter box that we do tomatoes. That's about the only thing that we can keep that nobody else touches. So. Well, it's too close to the house, <clears throat> yeah. right? Yeah. But it looks like we are at 1 o'clock. So, oh, my. Um, I know. Today flew by. I wanted to remind everyone that the Mindful Meal Planning Journal, I believe Mary linked it in the show notes. If anybody's oh, looking okay. for um, – extra help in their meal planning and tracking and really just bringing more mindfulness to how they're approaching their eating. Um, I do have that available and you can always follow along on the Facebook page or you can find me on Instagram at Beth Wyman underscore RD as in registered dietitian. Um, uh-huh. I just recorded myself unloading my groceries. So that's going to be some sort of video later this week. All righty. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks, everyone, for being on the call. I always appreciate everyone. And I do apologize again for being late. All of a sudden, I heard Ron's voice, and it's like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Not a problem. Ron did a good job filling in for you, Linda. Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Well, thanks, guys. He's, he's usually, we'll he's usually a man of just a few words, you know. Oh, yes, a few hundred. <laughs> All right. Have a great afternoon. Yeah, you too, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Optimize My Life Radio. We hope you found today's show insightful and empowering. Remember to follow us on social media at Optimize My Life for updates, additional resources, and to stay connected with our community. Join us back here tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another enriching episode as we continue our journey towards a more fulfilling and optimized life. Until then, take care, and remember to make each day count. Hi. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.